Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care. In today's episode, Mel and I talk to special guest Garth Russell about how to go about writing your memoirs. To say Garth has enjoyed a diverse and versatile career is an understatement. From retail management through to a radio career spanning over 30 years, Garth has also pursued other areas of entertainment, having worked as an actor on stage, TV and film. Passionate about the benefits of learning through the power of storytelling, Garth is now, among other things, a communication coach helping others to get their stories and messages out to the world. That sounds absolutely <laughs> amazing. What a guy. I'm impressed. <laughs> I, I just heard that. Hang on, is that me? Wow. Who's talking about out me? There, some guy out there in the street just handed us a bio. We just, we just read it out. Well, I'll work with that. That's okay. fine. Okay. Fine, that's what you're getting. So uh, where did your love of storytelling originate, do you? think? I think it was my love of the thought of being an actor because it's all I ever wanted to be from a very Wow, that's amazing. To the point where my dad, who was a real blokey bloke, real sports, you know, loving yep. mm-hmm. playing kind of guy. Yes. By the time I was six, I was his firstborn, mm. and he was so proud that I could sing just like Julie Andrews. <laughs> he was ready he for the remake to of Mary about that guy. Oh, he just burst with pride. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think that, that's where it came from, and I think I've always thought like an actor. Mm. It wasn't until in my late, I was in my late thirties, actually, even started acting professionally but mm-hmm. I think that's where it came from because yeah it's storytelling yeah. that's so special it's isn't inspiring it inspiring but also like when you're young to have that sort of drive like I always felt that I had and I've talked to people um in their lives and I think it's mm. hard for people when a lot of people don't have that you know no, they don't know I, what I they want like to do I with their I never had it. I'm still waiting to find <laughs> well, out hey, can I tell you it's very really <laughs> hard to monetize that it's all very well to go I want to be an actor yeah. how do I do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to be a as well. I'll get nice muscles and they'll look good on stage. (laughs) Uh, So what is it about memoirs that make them so special, Garth? Well, the memoirs that I got very focused in helping people with were, Mm. and and memoirs can come in many forms, but Mm. the way I wanted to do it was by filming people telling their stories. Mm, Wow. Long story short, that came about from a conversation I was having with a colleague at the ABC back in about 2009, and we were talking about her dad had passed away. Her mum was in good health, but she said, look, when mum, mum's gone, there go all the family stories. Mm, and I was kind of looking for something outside radio. I, I, at that stage, I was coming towards the end of it. I was looking for an exit strategy. I was looking for something. And this just clicked. Mm. I went helping people tell their stories. How mm. important is that? So That's pretty special in a so family, cool. isn't it? 100%. To have that. Yeah. And yeah, I was talking recently to someone about moving out of our house in Melbourne mm. and looking through these old photographs of mum, you know, when she was like 17 oh. or 20. And, and that was so just so special. And yeah, imagine being able to actually, you know, see her talk mm. about her life for something like that or for my kids too. What a special thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a handful of photos of my dad. He passed away when I was 22. Oh, wow. That's and young. mum and dad had split up. and all, all our belongings kind of went off into storage somewhere. Yep. Yeah. So in the end, I was left with literally a handful of photos mm. and I didn't remember how dad sounded. There were so many things I'd forgotten. So uh, that also resonated with me that I thought, well, if I can help other people capture mm the vision and the audio and just capture that person on film that's got to be a a good start yeah that's fantastic so many seniors listening have no doubt promised themselves or their families that one day (laughs) they will write their memoirs and i think often it 
it's too late. Like we leave it till it's too late, don't we? Yeah. So what are some of the barriers people face when it comes to getting their story on paper or recording it on film or whatever yeah, way they want to do it? I think it? there are a couple. One is people will always say, I've got nothing to say. I don't have a story. My story's yes. not that interesting. Yeah, they're pretty humble. And- yeah. And all the presentations I've done about storytelling over the years generally involve asking people to put up their hands if they think everyone's got a story to tell. And all the hands shoot up. Yeah. And then I say, so, who in this room has a story to tell? No. And the hands stay down. Yeah. It's like, well, hang on a minute. You just said. Everyone's so, got a story yeah, to tell. Yeah. So there's, there's that. There's the fact that, oh, they're not going to want to hear from me. And then there's also that fear that once I start telling my story, how much do I share? Do I start Because there could be some secrets. Of course. Skeletons out yeah, of the closet. Yeah, family secrets. Bring them out. Bring them out. Yeah. And all so the families bring in the downloads. <laughs> That's not helping, Mel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to know about that pilot from World War II that you had a crush on, Nan. Well, do you know, I've got this Absolutely. ring. This pa ring. never compared to him. My grandmother was engaged to a pilot in the war Are before she married my grandfather. <gasps> and there this is go. one of the diamonds out of that ring. So I would love to know that story. Me too. More yeah. 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 And it brings your past to life, mm. all of mm. that stuff, especially with the talk around epigenetics these days and how... What is that word, Mel? So <laughs> it's basically about your emotional imprint from your ancestors. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never heard that word yeah. before. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, my mum and I have been looking recently into like abandonment issues sort of stuff mm. that both of us have like in mm. relationship. Yeah. We've got dramas with that where we push partners Mm. And my nan, you know, she lost Mm. her father like really young and had this really hard time where she was without her parents for years and years. And I was saying all of that stuff, it all gets carried down from the generations. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we just don't talk about that stuff in my family for whatever reason. We just never take the time to sit down and talk about it much. Well, when my grandmother passed away many Mm. years ago, she left a lot of questions unanswered, really important questions to my mother and her four siblings. Mm. And I've seen how that's played out. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really messed with their heads, and it mm. can. And I think when people are resistant to telling their stories, it's good to remember it's not just about them. It's about unlocking not just those secrets, but as you said, Mel, helping this generation and generations mm. to come explain a bit of why we are the way we are. We're all mm. looking for those those answers mm. and it's very much comes from the past, mm. obviously. Are you ready to downsize your home? You're done with the endless maintenance and mowing the lawn? With Anglican Care's Retirement Villages, you can relax and live amongst friends carefree. Discover how at anglicancare.com.au. What have been some of the most incredible experiences you've had doing this sort of work? Out of the hundreds I've done, I keep coming back to one in particular, and it's a guy called Harry Power who was riddled with cancer when his daughter contacted me and said, look, Dad was given three months to live six months ago, and he's kind of comfortable enough to sit down and tell his story, and Harry told his story. Mm. And it was a story of incredible challenge from Mm. a very early age, not told with any pity, just Mm. basically delivered to me Mm. via the camera. And a, and a couple of microphones. And one of the big things about Harry was that he was really badly injured. Well, he, th- he thinks he was really badly injured in the Korean War, but the whole thing was a blank. Mm. He lost wow. some of his mates in this mortar attack. He lost mm. some of his superiors. But after that, he he kind of went into this really blank space where mm. he doesn't remember 
how he got back to Australia, all that sort of stuff. Is that all post-traumatic stress disorder? I'd, I'd say and it would And your, your head sort of like stops you from remembering Possibly. it because yeah, it's well, too painful? It's too traumatic. Yeah. God, yeah. So gracious. At the, end, at the end of telling his story, and it was probably about a two-hour session, he said, he said, wow, he said, I feel really different. I've never told that part of my story before. Mm. And, and I did he feel lighter? He looked lighter. Yeah, I mean, I've right. got it on okay. film. I've mm. got this guy who looked like he'd unburdened himself. Oh, I get an email wow. from his daughter about 10 months later, and I saw who it was from, and I thought, oh, she must be letting me know that Harry's passed away. And she was letting me know that Harry was still around mm. and was actually feeling a lot better. And Harry, long story short, Harry went on to live another at least another five years he died after he had a fall Mm. so you you could extrapolate that and say look it was because he told his story Mm. he you know suddenly was well but you can't argue against the fact that when people keep things bottled up Mm. it has all sorts of terrible effects Mm. on them so so i long before i found all this other stuff out just meeting harry and hearing Mm. him tell his story that's probably resonated with me more than any famous person i've met Mm. any you know, in so many other ways, I'll mm. always remember that particular. Well, this generation of, of seniors too, working in aged care, I, I get have the privilege of meeting lots of one hundred yeah. plus year olds, yes. and they've been through so much well, war, the depression, yeah. and their stories are amazing. Like I've I've talked about Bert a couple of times in this season, who's a, a one hundred and two year old resident at Anglican Care, who's raising a lot of money for a, a charity called Soldier On. And, you know, he's telling me stories about how he was in the trenches in Germany during World War II and it just blows me away that people have survived that. And, yeah, so I think this, you know, current generation, their stories are amazing and they've seen so much change. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as a society, this particular society, don't do listening to the elderly and taking on the wisdom and all those things that we can learn so much from yeah. particularly well. And that might be why sometimes older people are reticent yeah. to I share agree. their stories because I don't and know I that they're I've encouraged. I've been guilty of that myself as a younger person. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. definitely I think with the propelling forward of social media and stuff mm. like that, everyone's like the individualist mm. society is growing, mm. you know, less about. But then you've got things, you know, on the increase like mm. people uh, want to find more out, out about spirituality yoga is becoming a huge Mm. thing so Mm. there is sort of the undercurrent which Mm. is sort of switching the other way which which is is like the balance to to the universe and we also have a lot of lovely intergenerational programs where kids come into our homes and they do share stories with the older generation which is always really beautiful to see and they both get a lot out of that okay yeah so quickly you two If I was to, you know, flip the camera on mm. your like life highlights, and we oh. were gonna, oh, here, we, here we go, Gasp, didn't see one. that coming, <laughs> no, and we're either. gonna like put them down now, you know, on tape for your ancestors <laughs> and your kids. Like, what would you say? Oh, what would you, do you want to go I'm first, one of Carly? Those people that Garth talks about no. that would say, "Oh, I don't I've have a very interesting to story to tell." <laughs> Give us like in fifteen seconds the roller coaster of emotion of your life. Oh no way, Mel. <laughs> Have you got a harder one? You can do it, Garth. <laughs> the role of, so so yeah. just what's been a, a huge turning point for me? Yeah, or? I don't know. What have you found to be the essence like of your life and your past experience? Deep, deep tricky questions yeah. today, Garth. Well, look, that I'll, wasn't on the script. I'll no, go. I didn't. She <laughs> <laughs> actually got me on, but I'm like, yeah, I'm I'll not love, reading this. I've decided I don't like being on this side. Of the <laughs> no, I, I would look. I would say it's it's the revelation and the realization that at my age, that so much of what I've done 
professionally and what I've learned personally has led me to making sense of what I want to do for yeah. the rest of my life yeah. and how I want to have an impact on people mm. and how I can take all the things I've learned, as I said, you know, studied, learned, experienced, and put that back into a, a valuable um, service. Of, a service. You're talking yeah, about service. Yeah. And yeah. I guess, you know, what I do now is I help people with their communication skills, but it's also about health and well-being. And I understand and this is getting back to focusing on what we talked about today. One of the really important things that helps us with our health and well-being is that connection with people of all ages. Yeah. And what is done really well in some places where where life expectancy, quality of life like the blue zones around mm, the world is done yes. really well is that intergenerational connection mm. where it doesn't matter if you're six or 106, you still get a chance mm. to mix and connect and yeah. learn yes, and love. Yes, such and a lovely what, way to live life. And be respected. Yeah. Mm. And we've moved further and further away from mm. that. Ikaria, one of the blue zones in, in the world, and Okinawa, another one, they do that. They mm. do Tai Chi in Okinawa with with – Communities, and you've got little kids with older people all doing Tai Chi, yeah. hanging out together, being friends, mm. learning. And I think that's a that's a huge part of what we could do better. And mm, and those absolutely. sort of things, as I learn that as a communicator, I want to share things like that mm. and because I believe I believe that's a good influence to have on people. Yeah. So that's kind of where I come from. And 100%. so, Garth, I'm sure people listening today will be inspired to to maybe record their memoirs or get their family members to record yeah, their memoirs. Yeah, yeah. So how can they get in touch with you if they'd like to pursue that? Well, I don't do that sort of work specifically anymore. Oh, okay. So, yep. but it's but it's more. Mm -hmm. It's I, I can. I'm certainly happy to to give people some advice. Mm. And all I can say is the one thing I learned, and when I left my radio job at that stage, I went, okay, I'm now going to sit down with someone I've never met before, <laughs> and ask them to tell me their life, talk mm. talk about their life. I don't know how that's going to work. What worked was that I was genuinely curious. Mm. I was not judgmental. And all I wanted to do was to let them talk. And mm. if there's any advice I can give, if a family member wants to facilitate this, mm. is do it respectfully and do it because they really want to hear what that person has to say. Mm. And that's the best ad best advice I can give. For all your aged care needs, choose Anglican Care, where every moment matters. So can you tell us your favourite celebrity interview? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I did not oh, know okay. that question. It was getting a bit deep, wasn't it? Um, okay. Oh, Sorry, geez. just to bring it back around again. <laughs> can I tell you my least favourite? Yes, that might okay. be more interesting. Yeah, it might it was Russell. It was Russell Crowe. <gasps> really? Yeah, really. Oh, see, now you're interested. Oh, I am so interested. Um, he swept into a studio when I was mm. working in radio in Adelaide when this terrible movie that he did with Denzel Washington called Washington called Virtuosity. So it was about 94. Yeah. And the girl that was taking Russell around Adelaide, she was with the company, the distributor, and she came in first and I'd never seen her look so frazzled. She said, I've just spent two days with Russell and it's it's doing my head in. <laughs> so, so hey, you shouldn't be admitting that stuff in a live radio studio. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure there's been worse things yeah. said. Yeah. Anyway, it was just it was just interesting. His energy was really interesting. It was like, okay, we pre-recorded the interview. He said, um, you can play this interview as long as you play two tracks from my oh, it, no. 30 oh, album of <laughs> or something. Oh no, oh, I love yeah. it. Okay, so he yeah. held us hostage and. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> we played the song and off he, off he went. Oh, off he love went. it. Well, that's a lot. Did you yeah. have to leave your headphones on while the song was playing or did you put them down? Oh, he, he'd gone by then. We, oh, okay. we stood, but we dutifully played it anyway. Oh, so, oh yeah, love it. Yeah, it was, it was it. hilarious. Great anyway. story. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you, Garth. That's been great. Russell Crowe doesn't today. listen to this podcast. Does Can <laughs> we, we are, edit that we bit are, out? Well, he's getting into the senior yeah. age range. Yeah, Garth. and we are the number one podcast for seniors in Australia. Oh, so. fantastic. <laughs> okay, good. Right. So let's well, not negate it. Can you okay. just change my name? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's been okay. a pleasure. Well, we've got a little gift for you oh, yes, before you go. Uh, it's in line with the ethos of our show, oh, which is all yeah. about health and well-being. Thank you. <laughs> so we're a bit fascinated to find out what's in there. Oh, do I open it now? Yeah, you yeah. Do. Oh, it's I remember what yours is now, Gar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it okay. might promote some more storytelling. Oh, I love this stuff. <laughs> what is it? Well, I don't have to open it. It's, it's, it's Farmer's Wife Gin. Yeah. Oh, is that a cool. local company, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. And look, I, I was off the alcohol oh, until yes. just now. now. So, um, <laughs> Oh, that's sorry, wonderful sorry. timing. I don't know. That's freaky. <laughs> that's a universe. Maybe save it for another time. Yeah, it won't be long. Oh, oh well, that's thank lovely. you. Thank you. Yeah. And a bottle and a bottle of water. Yeah. yeah. To I'll balance it out. Yeah. All, all things morning. in moderation and balance. Yeah. We're yeah. being told. Hydrate when you drink. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Do you have any topics you want Kylie to discuss? Get in touch by emailing Let's Talk Seniors at AnglicanCare.com.au.